0: Good evening, wandering and wool-gathering fans. Welcome to episode 138. On tonight's episode, we are going to review the latest Marvel movie, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Mania. I'm going to tell you right now, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. If you don't want to know about this movie, don't listen, because we're going to spoil it. And we're also going to briefly talk about the latest video from NF, called Hope. So uh, if you're interested in any of that, hang around and find out what we think. If you like what you're seeing here tonight, subscribe and leave a comment. And feel free to share with your friends. And joining me, as always, is the man himself, Metalhead Mundy
1: step inside into his mind it's boy band time it's
0: metalhead monday
1: hey there he is hey ho, oh, hey what'd ho. you call me uh, oh oh i didn't say that it's fighting words
0: but <laughs> not if i like it <laughs> not if i like it what's going on
1: not much had some uh Had some nerd time this weekend. Big uh, Marvel movie drop, so had to go check that out. Exciting.
0: I took um, some kids from my graphic novel club on Thursday to check it out. And uh, these kids are knuckleheads. So we go in. There's nobody in the theater. And where do they go? The front. The the very back row, all the way up at the top, when that you know the midsection where you got the front row with all the leg room. They yeah, skip that one, and they skip the back row of the front section, which are your two primo spots in the theater. To go to the back, so
1: no, I don't do that. If I'm going, if I'm paying to see a movie, I want it to be bigger than what my TV looks. Correct. You know? Get closer. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: that one section is primo. You got the little railing in front of you. You kick yes. your feet out. It is definitely the place to be.
1: That's where we sat Saturday when we saw it.
0: How was your theater? Was it very crowded? Uh,
1: not really. Kinda, of, you know, patchy here and there.
0: Yeah, and I didn't I didn't look and see what the numbers were, but I think outside of us there were maybe eight other people in there on opening day. But it was at four. We went to the early show.
1: I saw something uh earlier today, I think. The opening weekend was like right around hundred four, hundred five mil.
0: Not too bad, I guess. Yeah. Although, no, we'll talk about that later. Never mind. Uh, we'll dig in too far if we continue down this <laughs> route. So, uh. But um, in other comic book news, I just um, sold a couple of items so that I could try to fill in my last. I'm getting pretty close on my Daredevils. I'm going to get down to the point where they're going to be pretty expensive. So those will be like the only couple I have left here shortly. That's pretty right. exciting. Very exciting. So, I don't know. That number one is going to be a total rag. It's going to end up being like a 0.5, just (laughs) just so I can say I have
1: it. Unless you want to like refinance your house. (laughs) Well,
0: it's, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, I just can't, like, it's so you can get maybe a decent one for five to seven thousand. It's an investment it's not like you're just throwing money away, but there's just something in me that just says, yeah, I'd much rather retire way earlier than, yeah, (laughs) than do that. So it's, it's going to be a rag.
1: Yeah. There's a, uh, I'm not going to say his name or blow up his spot or anything, but there's someone here in town where we live. That's uh, quite a high end collector. And I've, I've seen pictures He sent one picture to a friend of ours where he had graded copies of Action Comics number one, number seven, and Superman number one.
0: I think I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you probably do. What
0: was the grade on the action? Five. That's like a couple mil. Uh,. i bet that's at least 1.5 mil for a point five or a 5.0 no when
1: when he got it it was i think uh 200k he said
0: when did he buy that i thought that i thought the one that sold for 2.13 million wasn't better than a five
1: Mm, i don't know about that
0: oh we're gonna find out the
1: story i got he paid 200k for it so Wow.
0: Well, and uh, it also depends on when you purchased it because those high dollar, million dollar ones were in the past 10 years.
1: Yeah. Well, it's Um, graded. So That's uh, true, too. Hmm, Interesting. Okay.
0: Well, I'm jealous of that because who wouldn't want an action number one graded sitting in your house? Yeah, right. Okay. Maybe I wouldn't want it sitting in my house, but but I definitely would at least like to hold it, get a picture with it, and then sell it and then quit my job immediately. (laughs) Something like that. Hold on one second, my uh, my power plug fell out. <laughs> I got to get it in, or I'm going to die.
1: <laughs> That's pretty much how my computer works now, too. So I understand that.
0: Did you entertain the crowd while I was gone? <clears throat>
1: Well, I told him that's how mine works too pretty much if it's unplugged for more than a minute or two it's, it will die because <laughs> it's, been unplugged it's for
0: hours actually but yeah. it went back and forth to school and I didn't plug it in and but um, anyway all right let's get rolling. we got stuff to talk about and um, I was I know I'm a much bigger NF fan than you are um, yeah you appreciate him but maybe you don't love him <laughs> but um, I was super jazzed up when his new uh, single and video dropped a couple of days ago, called hope from his latest record, which I noticed comes out. Our April is going to be NF Metallica Smashing Wilkins. Okay. So we're going through a rough patch here and then we're going to get into some pretty good stuff. So that's exciting. Works for me. So I wasn't sure what direction, like he'd put, put some snippets out on Instagram and it was kind of mm-hmm. hard to tell exactly which direction it was going. And he could have put out snippets, two or three different ones from the same song because it changes up so frequently. Um, which I thought was kind of a cool touch in this song. But I wasn't sure what direction he was going since the last record he's had a child. Um, of course, it's been a couple of years. I think it's been two years since Mixtape, maybe. But um, I thought it was a fantastic new uh, edition. What
1: do you think? I really like the song. um The first time I listened to it, I wasn't really paying attention. So, but uh, I mean, you can if you're listening to and not paying attention, it it's kind of like it gets has a weird intro, gets into kind of a rhythm. You know, you got a head bobbing rhythm, and then it stops, mm-hmm. and then it kicks into something else, and then gets its groove back, and then it stops. I'm like, okay. But yeah, when I sat down with it and with the video and everything and, and the lyrics and all that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty damn good song. Yeah. Solid, solid lead into this album, I think. And I, I'm i assuming it will be the first track because at, it right is. at the top, yeah, right at the top, he says something about introducing his new album mm-hmm. or something. So,
0: Yeah, I looked at the track listing and it, it has all the songs and it just has that list at the top, so... Yeah, Um, I think so, too. There were there were a couple of highlights for me. Um, Number one, it it seems like he's come to grips with his mother um, because he kind of makes amends with her after all the stuff that, you know, he sings about in the earlier records, which kind of an Eminem ish thing to do, I suppose. But I also think probably having a baby and you know, maybe that softened him a little bit or makes him look at things a little differently now that he's got his own child, but that was pretty cool. And then, uh, the second thing was the the transition when he falls and then lands yes. in the mansion, which then yeah. goes back to the old song mansion, which I thought was really a cool touch.
1: Okay. I, I love that transition. I'm not fan enough to realize that's what was going on exactly. But the transition was cool as hell. Like the, his i don't know what what you want to call it the his the dark version of himself pushed him and he fell over onto the beach and just then mm. it you know jump cut to him smashing through the ceiling of the day i'm like yeah that that's pretty cool
0: yeah and it it was cool too because then you go down memory lane a little bit so and the have you ever heard the song mansions I don't think so it's got it's basically the mansion is his brain and he's got all these rooms in his brain where he's okay. got all these different emotions and feelings and events mm-hmm. that he's got sort of locked away in these rooms so in one room he's got his balloons from the old videos which were yeah. his burdens and mm-hmm. uh so i thought that was really uh kind of cool that he did that and then that wasn't the only thing that nodded to the back there was a really kind of a creepy part of the end did you notice the one where the version of him singing a little black around his mouth would kept spreading yes. out and going back,
1: so it was like, um, if if you're I had the closed captioning on on the video, so mm-hmm. it when it would go from like him to the dark him, like that, it, mm-hmm. it would change the not the font, but it would put like uh parentheses around the dark version, like he's someone talking to someone else, which is really, that's what he was doing. It's, you know, like the versions of himself talking to each other. So, yeah, that was really cool when he was, uh, he would say something normal and then his, you know, alter ego would say something back and the, the thing would appear and the dark around the neck would come out. And that, that was pretty awesome. And they did it very well. Like it was very quick, mm-hmm. but you still caught it and it,
0: Look pretty, pretty awesome, sort of Rorschach you know, a little bit the mask. I, yeah. yeah, I think it's like he's turned a, it seems like he's turned a corner, he's made some positive changes, but it's still lurking in the background, his yeah, neurosis yeah. or whatever, and his mm-hmm. fears and all that. So, I think that maybe was the embodiment of that still coming forward, some. And I don't know, very cool though. I love, I think,
1: yeah, that. I think most of us have that a little bit, you know, if we're. I don't know. I, I certainly speaking for myself, there are times when I've been feeling down or something and I feel better. And, but, but that little, that little naggy voice is still in the back there, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's, it doesn't take much to, you know, (laughs) you never quite get rid of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And maybe that's not what the intention was, but that's what I took away from it. And, um, I thought the skill in this song was really good. The the changes and the mix up, like you were saying, and you're, you're right. If you, if you're not really paying attention, it could be like, Oh, did the song change? Did, yes. You know, cause it is pretty abrupt at times.
1: There are. Yeah. There's a couple of transitions that are very stark. And I mean, I mean, full stop. And mm-hmm. you're like, wait, what? And if you're not paying attention, if you're not watching the video, it's, you know, you're not sure what's going on, but. Watching the video certainly helped with that, um, but yeah, I, I just I, I thought also the first time I listened to it, I didn't love the section where the thirty years section was mm-hmm. thirty years blank, thirty years right. of blank, thirty years mm-hmm. of blank, thirty. And watching the video and reading the lyrics along with it, I think helped that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really did enjoy that part once I knew exactly what was going on.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that.
1: It just goes on for a long time, 30 years. He says 30 years, something, many, many times. I'm like, okay. And then I've, I'm watching it and reading along with him like, oh, I see what we're doing here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought it a good start. Great album opener. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it now. No, yeah. we'll see what the rest of the album's like. But a uh, clever song, great video, lots of great production value, and thought went into it, so... I'm really excited to see what the album's going to have for us.
1: Yeah. His videos are always interesting. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. So I would say for me, um, just because we don't know what else is going to come, give that out of four out of five, probably. Uh,
1: yeah. I would be hard pressed to give it lower than that. Cause I, I really liked it. So.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So make sure you all check that out. If you have not enough hope off the new record, the video is really cool. You definitely want to watch the video. It's a totally different experience. So. All right. Now, I can't say it enough. Spoilers.
1: spoiler, spoiler spoilers, spoilers. If
0: you've not
1: seen Ant-Man, go away. <laughs>
0: don't go away. I mean, we, we still appreciate you.
1: Everyone well, says. if you want it spoiled, hang out. If you don't, maybe go and Come back and watch this later, if you want.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to, while we're doing this, I'm going to wet my whistle out of this delightful Wanderings and Wool Gathering travel team up. Nice. Everybody should have one of these.
1: Yeah, mine my tumbler's just plain, stainless. <laughs>
0: Would you want to make that tumbler a Wanderings and Wool Gathering tumbler?
1: Not this one, no, because I take it to work and it gets beat up. Who so. cares? Okay. <laughs>
0: just send me the size. We'll get you set up. Look at that transition. Okay. So, Ant-Man, The Wasp, Quantumania. I'm just going to say it before we dig in. I was a little underwhelmed. I didn't (laughs) love this one. I didn't hate it by any means. There was never a point in the movie where I was just like, ah, this is garbage. You know, it never approached that level for me. I just didn't get the same feels that I get from most Marvel movies.
1: Um. Yeah, I can see that. I guess I enjoyed it. I've liked the other two Ant Man movies. I, you know, I enjoy Paul Rudd. I think he's funny and charming and whatever. The dude. This is the first time I've actually maybe seen his age a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's starting to show that finally a little bit. The <laughs> finally, bastard. you're like yeah. w-
0: wishing it on him. Think like, that you're finally old. Like,
1: 55, and he looked younger than me. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's back except for, <laughs> for uh, Luis and the gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got David DeSmalchin, but yeah. in a different role. Uh, he was just a voice. So, um, but yeah, you know, the main, the family, I guess, is back, yeah. I should say. So that was cool and Michelle Pfeiffer had a very expanded role in this mm-hmm. one I feel so it was really good to see her actually you know do a little more acting than she has in the other one or other ones or whatever Right. And she still she looks great mm-hmm. um it's uh it's it cool to see Cassie his daughter that character step out a little more I just, these movies keep coming and man, I just keep, everyone just makes me more and more want the young Avengers to finally happen, but Mm -hmm. they're taking their sweet time with that. So
0: that would definitely be cool. Yeah. But, um, you know, the one role that should have been more expanded was Bill Murray's what a waste,
1: (laughs) what a waste. He got like two (sighs) minutes yeah it it was great. he He's so good at, at he's such a good actor. Obviously, he's a great comedic actor. We've loved him in that forever. his uh, I don't think he gets enough credit for dramatic turns. Mm-hmm. And man, what little time he had at this dinner <laughs> was. I mean, he he threw it all in there. It was he was funny, he was charming, and the turn, and he was you know conniving and backstabbing, and it was so good, so good. His
0: delivery just made you like anticipate when he was going to turn. Like yes. you knew it was coming, you knew he was going to yeah. be an asshole, and then uh, but it just he just kind of kept building up, and it's yeah. like is he just slimy or is you know but. So good. I just wish he would have been in it a little bit more, especially as somebody is as, as prominent in this realm as he supposedly was. Um, he got very little time and yeah. <laughs> terrible ending. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Poor guy. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, one of my biggest things going into this was I was concerned about how I would feel with them being in the quantum realm as much as it felt like they were going to be, which they were for almost the entire movie. Mm -hmm. And I I was just concerned about how that would look. I mean, obviously it's just a ton of green screen. Mm -hmm. So, but I I didn't really, I I didn't hate it. um, It was interesting to look at. It didn't look terrible. And they changed it up enough that it wasn't just you know weird swirlies the whole time or you know mm-hmm. something like that so uh yeah i i enjoyed that much more than i thought i would
0: yeah i i kind of wondered too if if for me the quantum realm wasn't as impactful because it's came so close to avatar and seeing that you know 3d on an IMAX screen that world just you you felt lived in it. it was just amazing this one felt like a painting or I don't know. I just sure. didn't feel as interesting to me. Um And that's probably not a fair comparison just because I had just seen Avatar not long ago, but
1: yeah, you know, well, I don't know. Uh, I skipped Avatar. I haven't seen that yet. Um But uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like you're almost doing a disservice to anything comparing it to Avatar. Cause that's, I mean, how long has he spent building that? Yeah. Entire world, and I mean,
0: no, you're you're right, and that's why I said it's probably an unfair comparison. And the good news is that the quantum realm was not really the star
1: of yes. this movie.
0: It was an interesting yeah. drop in. We got mm-hmm. to meet some new people there, but it was really, I mean, if I'm going to say something good about it, it really was a focus on the characters. Yeah, I wish we would have had a little more dynamism, or we would have done something more with Cassie, but mm-hmm. uh, otherwise, it was pretty good, and. Uh, and kang was brilliant i mean he was probably the best thing that came out of this movie for me which is the most important thing that came out of this movie because this was almost a setup movie for what's to come
1: yeah i that was another thing going in i'm like okay kang's thing is time so how are they going to tie him to the quantum realm and they did Hmm. successfully I mean, you know, he said basically the other variants of him banished him to the quantum realm because I, I don't like he was too much, or I guess for them, you know, yeah, he I mean, was a straight up murderer, yeah, too aggressive, too whatever. But I did, I felt like my one complaint with him, uh, his acting was brilliant. Uh, that this mm-hmm. dude is man. I, I feel like I would watch him in anything. Mm-hmm. I he he's making me want to see Creed three. I've not seen the other two. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need to catch up on Creed so I can watch him in Creed Three. Mm-hmm. But um I uh my biggest problem with the whole Kang thing was I didn't feel like they explained it enough of like why I mean they said why he's there, but like, it that, that's just it. Like, they, they gave the reason, but they didn't really expand on that too much. Well, I mean, that's they, the other
0: part is they told us too much stuff. Like, the best movies are where you they show you, you know, and you, yeah. you experience it. Here we got a lot of info that wasn't shown to us. It was told to us. Yes. Um,
1: Exposition drops. Yeah, I,
0: I felt like there was a lot of that. I thought the most interesting part or maybe not most interesting, but part that was really well done was the part with just him and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer on the planet putting that engine back together. And then, um, then her accidentally getting the visuals of him destroying. That was not a dump. That was showing what happened. And there was just that tense moment of, will she go with him because she wants to get back to her family? Or will she stick to her guns? That scene for me was really well done most impactful probably in the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that as well. And um yeah, I, I don't, other than that, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I think I liked it a little more than you did. I liked the, the new characters that came in. Um, and like I said, we got Dismalchian uh, back with Beb. He was like, kind of, I, in movies that are big on comic relief where we don't have, you know, the crew, the, the, mm-hmm. so this is, I, uh, David DeSmolch has still got to do as Beb, like the kind of comic relief, you know, you're drinking his ooze and then, mm-hmm. you know, all he wants is he, holes. all he asked about is holes. And then when mm-hmm. he gets his holes, it was, <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, and I was super excited to see uh, William Jackson Harper as Quaz with the, the mental mm-hmm. powers. Again, more comic relief. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is an excellent, excellent actor. Uh, he was amazing on The Good Place. So if anyone has not seen that, you should absolutely watch The Good Place. It's so good. But uh, yeah, I mean, all the... Uh, you know they brought, uh, oh, what's his name? Dang it, um, I can't remember the actor's name. The guy that plays uh, Darren Modoc.
0: yeah, I can't think of his name either.
1: I'm looking for it, but <clears throat> Modoc
0: was a bit of a letdown.
1: Um, I I liked I liked the visual of Modoc with the until as soon as the thing went up, mm-hmm. I was like, "That looks like garbage."
0: <laughs> it's a big fat face stuffed in there. It looked, it just yeah. looked very strange.
1: It just looked distorted. Yes. So, and it, I don't, yeah, I just don't know that great. the
0: special effects people wanted it to look like that. It was, if that's a choice they made, that was a very odd choice.
1: Yes. Um, but yeah, oh, wow. Okay, so IMDb says that. He is uncredited. It's Corey Stoll. So, okay. Uh, and there's, IMDB says he is uncredited. I didn't realize. I mean, he's in so much of it.
0: Yeah. Like, that's weird.
1: <laughs> that is weird. But yeah, so he was, you know, the villain from the first Ant-Man movie. And uh, Darren, whatever his name was, like he's trying to take over the company and get them out. And he's the, that was a yellow jacket, I think. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it was kind of cool to see him return and making him MODOK, like the story made sense and all that. But yeah, once they flipped the mask up, I'm like, oh God, that looks rough.
0: Yeah, it was. <clears throat> um, I guess I one thing I appreciate is usually in these movies, they want to change from the classic look or make things look cool we got to put the black spandex on or something like that um i guess i I give him credit for going that route and making him look like that Mm -hmm. so i I thought that was pretty cool and i didn't have he wasn't a negative from the movie it was just like you said the face goes up it was a little wonky but yeah other than that that wasn't a detractor from the movie i think one of the biggest not biggest but maybe problems that i had was that in the trailer They show the scene with Ant-Man and Kang at the end where he says, I don't have to win. You just have to make sure you don't win or whatever it is.
1: We both have to lose. We both have to lose.
0: Well, it happens. You know he gets eaten by the ants. Well, at that point, you're like, oh, well, we know that nothing's going to happen here because he's going to show up in a minute. And then they I think they missed an opportunity here to maybe have Ant-Man go out heroically and take him out but die at the same time. So it doesn't just feel like a filler movie to introduce the next movies. Um, would have had more impact for me. And then maybe Hank could have donned a suit in the next one. Um, that wouldn't have been a problem. So mm-hmm. I think they missed an opportunity there. And another example of spoilers or trailers showing way too much.
1: Oh, yeah. Tra- yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of movies if, that if I really want to see, I will avoid the trailers. I, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Because I, too, I feel like they show way too much. Um, this, yeah, him dying, I, you know, I don't... Mm.
0: Or an impactful death, or Cassie steps forward. And just to give this movie a little more gravity, because it just yeah. felt like we're limping along and we're just getting to the point where now he can uh, get with the Avengers. and
1: So, whatever. okay. So my my solution to that to I give it more gravitas or whatever rather than kill anyone when um, when Janet comes back through to save him it, and they get stuck there leave them there mm-hmm. like that like she comes through the portal closes. And he's like, oh, my God, you came back to save me. Like, you know, mm. we're stuck here. And then, boom, they're not stuck there. <laughs> like, there was no time for any danger there, like, for any real feeling of, oh, my God, we're stuck here. Because it, it happened so fast that then they weren't.
0: Yeah, and then he's back on the street walking down the street, you know. Yeah,
1: so, like, I, I get... And, and and yes, and that scene, you know, like I get the, that's the bookend thing, you know, that, and it works, it's fine. But yeah, I, I rather than see someone die, maybe leave them stuck there for a little bit. I I'm
0: going to see your change and add one more. What if it was Cassie who stepped through and saved him? Sort of completing, she wanted to be special, she got a suit, she wanted to be a hero or whatever it is, well... Give her an opportunity.
1: Yeah, that would have worked too. Yeah. I don't and, know. I mean, but yeah, it's uh the yeah the the stakes are not really there I guess yeah. and no there's no big other than like the daddy daughter thing like there's no huge emotional mm-hmm. any you know anything going on there but I you know I don't know. Like it worked. There wasn't anything that I thought was absolutely horrible aside from. Oh, I agree with that. Aside from Modok's face.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know, and, and yeah, I, the, my, honestly, my biggest gripe with this movie, Kang in his like costume, pretty close to the comics.
0: It looks great.
1: I, he looked amazing. Yeah. Um, I love how they did the blue on his Mm -hmm. face because I wasn't sure how they were going to do that. Yeah, where it looks
0: like scars and then when he's all powered up, it lights up. Yeah, the suit, you
1: know, it it puts like a blue protective thing over his Mm -hmm. face. That worked. He looked amazing. I'm a little sad that they have burnt that costume on this guy that is now probably gone. (laughs) Yeah, But, I mean, how many variants did we see at the end there? It's like a whole stadium full of them or something. So, who knows what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, this is going to be interesting. It has the potential, if they play it right, to be very clever and really finish off in a cool way just because of the timelines and the jumps. Mm -hmm. and um, Which brings us to the, um, you just mentioned the arena, which was one of the Mm -hmm. after-credit scenes. And then the final one, which for me was... Probably the coolest one having Loki back. And uh, what's yeah. the, I can't think of Owen Wilson's character. I name. can't think
1: of his name, but it's, you know, like his handler or whatever yeah. from the, the company.
0: <laughs> and there they are back in like vaudeville times mm-hmm. watching this guy. It's like, oh, this is so cool. And his um,
1: name, his last name was Timely. Timely, yeah. like that, that <laughs> timely, timely Comics. Mm-hmm. That was cool.
0: Yeah. And that really makes me excited for what's going to come because I'm hoping that Loki will play a huge role in the future of these movies. I mean, his whole show,
1: what his whole show was about time and hopping through time and the variants. That's where we first heard the variant thing. So like how it has to.
0: Yeah. we met Kang. And we're getting a
1: season two of Loki, right?
0: Yeah. I don't think it's as many episodes though, is it? I don't know. I saw that right.
1: But we're getting a season two. So like all of this has to be, You know, obviously it is what we saw. It's tied in somehow.
0: Yeah, but I just don't want Loki's role to be stuck to the show. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that this is that he'll expand onto the big screen.
1: Well, I'm sure it will. I mean, he was in this credit in credit sequence, Mm -hmm. so I don't mean. I know they've already done
0: advertisement for his show. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But they've already done that kind of. So I feel like his show should you know, roll right into Mm. whatever's going on.
0: Agreed. Any other thoughts about this movie?
1: I don't think so. I, you know, that's pretty much in talking to anybody I've talked to it about so far. That's pretty much what I've had to say. I don't, that's my gripes and they weren't major ish. (laughs) So, I enjoyed it. I, You know, I feel, I understand how someone could say this might be a filler movie to get us just to kind of push us along. Right. You know, I get that, but yeah, they could have something that revolves so much about family. You know, you have multi generations, Mm -hmm. you know, Dad daughter, two two generations of dad daughter stuff, and I, you know, I it could have been more emotionally driven, but I, you know, whatever it worked.
0: Technically, it it is sort of a middle chapter. Yeah, if you think about it. So I mean, I guess there is that aspect of it. You'd had to have done something crazy like killing off someone to make it right. have a more standalone effect, but I guess in essence, it really is sort of a middle chapter of the story, yeah. So, fair enough. fair enough. Really,
1: if you think about it, if you're going to do some kind of filler, middle, whatever you want to call it, I mean, who better to do it with than Ant-Man? <laughs> I hate to say that, because I, I love the character. I love Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, but, I mean, really, you know...
0: <laughs> Honestly... He- I don't know that the, that it would work nearly as well without Paul Rudd.
1: Yes, I agree you know, with that 100%. It
0: takes a special character to make that interesting, I think.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: So, poor guy, can't even get his free coffee anymore because he's not Spider-Man. a <laughs> no, Spider-Guy or whatever that guy says. Oh, my
1: God, that was like the most shocking thing. In the movie, he said $12. I was like, what? <laughs> $12 for a coffee?
0: What is Starbucks in New York, right? So. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's the way it works over there. All yeah. right, now it's time. You got to rate it. What do you think?
1: Um, I would probably do this one. Maybe three and a half. Probably about three and a half. Out of ten?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! My bad. My bad. We do fives here. All righty, fine.
1: Um, yeah, three and a half. I, I, uh, yeah.
0: Okay, fair enough. I'm gonna go with a two and a half out of five okay. because I didn't love it, didn't hate it. You know what? I'm because Kang was so good. I'm gonna give two seven five.
1: There you
0: go. I'm gonna give it the Kang factor. There you go. So, but um, yeah, I won't. I probably won't watch it again. I don't think there's anything in there that I really need to see again. I don't think any of the set pieces or the the action scenes were anything that really require another view or were that interesting to, to want to bring me back? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's so, fair. That's everybody's got their favorites and their favorites. So,
0: and I want it to be known. I go into these movies wanting to love them. Oh I know yeah. Of these guys who's like, oh, I hope this sucks so I can just rip it apart. Yeah, I know. I want to love all of these movies yep. and I just didn't get that feeling that emotional high you get from watching a lot of these Um, from the charm of the characters and the Mm -hmm. high action and you just never know what's going to happen. So just didn't get it. That's all. Yeah, that's fair. But I think I'm kind of alone in this from people I've talked to because most of the people are like, you really, really enjoyed it. So the point is here, don't listen to Foggy. He does not know what he's talking about.
1: I mean, I could have told you
0: that. Well, my God, if you'd have told me that 25 minutes ago, we could have let people out of here after
1: 15 minutes I mean you love Daredevil. Yeah, what a loser. Oh <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, he's fighting Punisher right now, and you like Punisher. What's the oh I'm gonna ask you right here on the air. Yeah. So the two books sort of are colliding now. What are the Punisher issues like? Are they showing the opposite side of this
1: fight um, with the well, hand I and have, the fist? I haven't read the Daredevil, but I mean, yeah, I would assume it's more from the Punisher perspective. Because, yeah, so this whole book so far, he's been, he's like, I don't remember what they call him, the something beast, something, I don't know. But he's basically like this crazy, like head assassin, Mm -hmm. basically for the hand. Yep. And this comes with some crazy powers that I'm still not sure exactly how they work. Um,
0: yeah, uh, yeah but, and I don't think Daredevil and Elektra since they got married really explain much either how it works
1: yeah so but yeah so Daredevil shows up because uh, you know he's always been involved with the hand with the, the tie in with Elektra and all that stuff so he shows up and basically confronts Frank and um, you know the, of course Frank doesn't like what he has to say and he tries to Matt tries to fight Frank and stop him and that doesn't work out well. So he just kind of, I think Matt just kind of goes away and tries to bring some, I believe he went away and he's trying to, he either talked to someone or is trying to put together a team to like, we got, we got to stop him. Like this is out of hand. <laughs> out of hand.
0: Well, he put a team together yeah. of uh, formerly incarcerated people and um they were fighting and then we have a short stoppage here and it looks like now that the avengers or members of the avengers are going to step in
1: yes that's that and... is where the last issue of the punisher okay came yeah in. I,
0: it's just interesting because you've got this thing coming from two different books how are they going to make both come out not looking like losers because you know i mean in punisher's book he's not going to come out totally looking like a chump Daredevil's not gonna and hit well, sometimes he ends up yeah. in jail or whatever, but I just can't imagine him losing to Frank straight up in his own book.
1: I can't imagine this is going to end well for Frank, because right now his wife is they've resurrected his wife. That is how the hand mm. brought him in. They they have resurrected his wife. They've been trying to resurrect his kids. For some reason that is not working. Every time they try, they come out like monstrous and mm. weird and so, uh, so, but, uh, Maria cannot leave the island that they're on. Every, he tried to take her from the island and leave everything behind. And as soon as he did, she started dying. Oh, so, so they've got so,
0: control of him in an essence.
1: Yes. I so I don't see this ending well for Frank. Which, uh, or maybe he'll does. switch sides. Who
0: knows? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, well, we'll find out here in a few months. All right, Monday, good show. Um, if we're wanting to find you in the off chance over this week, where might we find you?
1: Um, always on Instagram at metalhead monday, just like my handle on the show.
0: Yeah, Monday's got a handle, so do I. I have a too. <laughs> tip him over and uh, um, Mr. Money where can you find Wanderings of Wool Gathering
1: oh geez. Um, we have a Facebook page um, when we <laughs> do the live thing it's on the Kokomo Lantern Facebook page or on YouTube and you can find the audio version on Apple Spotify CastBox Stitcher SoundCloud, that everything. That's it. All right.
0: You're good. You're good. And you did mention the Kokomo Lantern special. Thanks to them. They are our sponsor. And um, if you need some news surrounding the Howard County area, head over to KokomoLantern.substack.com. They have all kinds of awesome content. They do lots of shout outs for people around the city. He is doing amazing work there. So give him your money. Support, support support indeed local people we love it so until next week oh hold on i gotta find our outro this is so unprofessional of me (laughs) where did it go oh no all right hey do we know what we're reviewing next week
1: uh i have no idea
0: great sounds like a great show we'll see you next sunday night at seven (laughs) o'clock later bye